folks, the Selly Hard Podcast is back in action. It's been a little while for me, but uh, it's good to be back, and we are here on the Pull Tab Sports platform, coming to you from the Cub Content Studios. With Winnie Brown, I'm Tom Chorsky, and uh, Winnie, I am pleased to be back. It's funny, now, after last time, you being a little bit... I had bit, the cold. You had the cold. <laughs> I've got a little bit of the cold, so maybe I'll have to sit this one out a bit and let you carry it, but... Yeah. Uh, no, it's fun. I'm I'm glad we're we're doing this again, and we got to do it more often. But uh, more importantly, I'll let you uh, take over for right now and introduce our guest, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, I would like to welcome Kelsey Klein, the standout from Jefferson yeah, yeah. High School, which is awesome because we got a state high school player here in the in the podcast, uh, two time national champion at, with the Minnesota loser. Gophers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my percentage loser. could have been a hundred, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 50, cut it down to fifty. 50. Pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah it's better than good. most, right? That's really good. And then uh, she also, I had the luxury of playing on the Minnesota Whitecaps with Kelsey, Kelsey, which was a ton of fun. Yeah. And then had the honor of coaching with, coaching her. Yeah. And then coaching with her. And then uh, Muzzy stole her to Ohio State <laughs> from me. And we'll get into that. So, yeah, yeah. we'll get into that later. So, coaching her, where did you coach her? That was through OS? Yeah, through OS mm-hmm. and Junior Whitecaps, Elite League. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. So, she was one of our little studs. You know, well, I let's, grew up to do big things, yeah. which is yeah. awesome for me as old coach. To yeah. Um, well, sometimes we, I mean, we like to hear a little bit about your backstory. You don't have for to sure. go year by year, but we were talking about you being from Bloomington and Bloomington Jefferson. Uh, I skated at big a lot when I was younger, but uh, just, yeah, tell us a little bit about your uh, your younger years before you, you know, got to the you. For sure. Um, well, first, thanks for having me. Uh, but yeah, growing up in Bloomington, best city in Minnesota, hands down for <laughs> sure. Um, Bloomington Ice Garden, best rink. I'll, good rink. I'll go to my it grave with rink. that. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, for me, uh, grew up, actually started learning to skate figure skating. My mom was a figure skater. And so um, anyone with young kids, I'd say that's a huge tip. Get them on figure skates. That's why my boys figure skate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, we yeah. want, we want parents. We do want parents to watch this and learn yeah. something. Yep. We're going to, we're going to tell some funny stories, but we want it to be educational. Too, yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. So figure skating, that's how I learned, but then had an older brother who played hockey and just wanted to do what he's doing. So switched over, played boys through squirts. Uh, at that time, peewees, you could check. So that's when I flipped over, but um yeah so then went through the Bloomington system obviously um as a lot of people in Minnesota know if you're a top end high school kid a lot of times you have offers to go play other places but um I loved my friends in Bloomington and I wanted to play with them so made the decision to stay and obviously at that point in time we were very lucky to have uh Winnie's summer stuff and that programming um I mean the high school season in reality is so short that a lot of your development's going to come through fall, spring, summer seasons. So I made the choice to stay with my friends and be with them. And obviously it worked great for me being able to um, earn a spot to play at the University of Minnesota and uh, was fortunate to have a lot of great teammates there. And so, yeah, for me, I, I always loved hockey. I always loved being around the rink with with friends. And so when I graduated, uh, I actually worked in corporate America for like, four and a half years and oh, was wow. coaching I went back and coached at Bloomington for a few years and then what were you doing for a job yeah so I actually I was in airline consulting so nothing to do with sports nothing <laughs> no, you but, know 
helping, uh, long story short, we would help both like on the airline side and corporate client side, um, just essentially helping both sides. Airlines help them make more money and help uh, the business, like corporate clients, save money. Save so, money. Yeah. Was on both sides of that. And um, I really liked the strategy piece of it. And um, I think that's a big thing for me is I was never a fast skater. So I had to beat people with my brain when he knows that. Smart. Yeah. I had to be smart. So made my hockey living being smart. And um, as I've gotten older, uh, the way I see and think the game is in a very strategic uh, sense, which off balance as well with our staff because Maz is a very like likes things fast, likes <laughs> things so it's two good, good balance. Yes, it's a yeah, very good balance. Brought together, you see both sides. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, um, yeah. After working for a few years, like I really liked coaching, and then toward the end of that, was starting to help Winnie a lot more. And yeah, so for me, an opportunity came up where I was starting to go through the process of can I combine business and sports and have that be my job? And um, it was a perfect storm where coach Maz was looking for a coach and ran into her at one of <laughs> Winnie's prospects <laughs> event and was like, holy shit, should we do this? And it was awesome. like, okay. All right, let's do yeah. it. And that was how long ago? Uh, this is my ago. yeah. This is yeah. my third season now. She OSU. went into operations and she's a very smart. Oh, that's right. You did. She's not only good yep, at hockey. She's, very well, good she worked business. in the airline the, industry. Right, yeah. yeah. And you were so you were planning their trips and yeah. a little bit. No? We've we've got a, well, you've got a trip. For that. Yeah, we got yeah, lots She's Ohio very State. mature for her age. Okay. Like, you know, when you have all those kids that come through your program, you're like, ah, oh, this kid's got the hockey and the business yeah. savvy. Good. Which yeah. is yeah. impressive. At yeah. Age. Yeah. So now I'm doing my MBA at OSU. So that's cool. Ultimately in hockey, I don't know what I'll do, but I think I'll always want to be on the sports side of my career having hockey sports or sports i don't know i mean i think women's hockey we'll talk about it yeah. i think it's still at such an early an stage, right? stage oh, yeah. mm -hmm. you know um in all aspects that i think there's so much that can be done and there is so much that has been done but it can still take off so much for sure so i agree yeah and that's what makes it exciting right yeah, yeah. everyone thinks like everything's moved so fast but we still have a long ways to go with figuring yeah. things out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I always thought that um, there had to be a way with streaming, yeah, to reach the hockey, the women hockey fans, and and maybe convert over the, you know, the the male or men hockey fans over to the women's side a little bit if you could. But with streaming, I mean, you can reach hockey fans around the world, oh. everywhere now. So it's not just like, you know, what are we going to do in Minnesota and Massachusetts and no. you know where the kind of where the women's yeah. hotbeds were yeah. but now with European obviously European women's hockey is pretty big oh yeah um, and you can reach fans everywhere and anywhere and so why wouldn't you know why wouldn't Procter and Gamble want to get on that you know or Train, Target yeah. oh or yeah whatever brands Lulu you know whatever yeah. brands should be getting involved they just have to figure out how to get that platform out uh, yeah. and and make it cheap to right, join affordable, the, yeah. affordable yeah. to mm -hmm. get the subscription yeah. but if there's if there's 50,000 fans around the world yeah. and they all pay 
you know, 20 bucks a month or right. I mean, do the math. Yep. Yeah. And that's a good point because in those countries it is growing oh, right? yeah. from just a oh, recruiting God, yeah. standpoint yeah. from uh, Kelsey just returned from yeah, the U18 World that. Championships in Switzerland. Yeah. And um, you can, Kelsey, talk a little bit because we were talking before we started here about checking. Yeah. And in the game, how everything's evolving. So the new Women's Professional League uh, that we'll talk about later. Also, they're having checking, and Kelsey can kind of go into yeah. that. But in Switzerland and Sweden, they are checking, yep. correct? Yep. Like along the walls. And yeah. Was there, was there checking that. at the – because you just came from the World U18. Yep. Girls, yep. So there's some Minnesota high school girls over there. Yeah. yeah. Josie St. Martin, Martin yep. who we had last. Had. I, yep. I can see now why she went to OSU. I could – if to, I don't know if you rec- you and Muzz probably recruited yeah. her, but mm-hmm. I could see she would want to go play, you know, for you and probably for Muzz too. But yeah, um, is there checking going on at that level? Not so much. No, and so that's, that's the what. whole the <laughs> whole thing is um, like so. Winnie mentioned uh, the new pro league, so they are following NHL rules along the walls. So anything that can happen in an NHL can or cannot, right? You still right. can't board. You can't mm-hmm. check Cross from behind. Check. Right, yeah. But anything on the men's side that can happen along the walls can happen in the new pro league. Um, in Sweden, it's the same rule. So what I saw in Switzerland was a lot of the European, the very top ones, you know, they're playing in that pro sweden league Mm -hmm. and so it's the time and space is less because if i don't move it i'm getting hit right you know things like contact yeah the contact and so those top end european kids the art of puck protecting or moving get Mm -hmm. off the wall get it back it has accelerated so fast and so yeah and i think that's where there's those kids are probably not handling the puck as much right like because in the u.s i see a lot is overhandling the puck it's like why are you stick well, handling right. right now yeah <laughs> all the time like well it's because someone's not going to come because someone's not going to hit you yeah. right yes yeah right. So, well just use josie st martin or any of the minnesota kids one yeah. they're that's not that's why she's not, succeeding out there well, they're not yeah. hitting so mm-hmm. the u.s team probably isn't hitting as much no but but she plays physical. She plays. She yeah. can play physical. Yeah, yeah. she will. She that can is her game. Right. Yeah. right? So uh, she's not. She can go coast to coast in in, many, mm-hmm. in the high school league too. So right. it's a little different. But they're learning. Mm-hmm. They get over there. But yeah. more importantly, let's talk about how the game is evolving. Yeah. To your point, there's starting yeah. to be more hitting. Yeah. And and when I was over there, like it all, you know, you're watching and you kind of reflect on everything. And I was saying to Winnie prior to this is when you think back to when Winnie's generation was playing there was no girls hockey right Right. so you're playing boys Mm -hmm. right and so for them they're fast they're smart because again if i don't move this if i don't know how to manipulate space i'm getting my head taken off Mm -hmm. and you learn real quick when that happens (laughs) you move the puck you move the puck (laughs) right and then we moved in to the next phase which is awesome where there's a girl's side a girl's platform girls can skate with girls and there's opportunity but in that you lost the art of not, again, blowing people up, but the art of physicality and where that mm-hmm. exists in hockey. Um, and, and I now think, it's coming back. Right. And now we're seeing with, again, the new pro league, the Switzerland, or sorry, the Sweden league, they're allowing checking on the wall where now you have these two eras combining. Mm-hmm. And again, these are opinions are my own, mm-hmm. um, but that's where the game's going. And I just think, if you're not on board for that, 
you're just going to fall behind because yeah. again, that is where it's going is the hitting on the wall. And I think at the high school level, like Minnesota high school, do you need to teach how to hit and all that? Maybe, but I think college for sure, mm -hmm. for sure uh, at the college level, because then what you're going to go in this pro league and, but are they going to call it in college? Are you going to be in the penalty box all the time? Well, I think like at the college level, you got to adapt to those same rules. The pro league is, because all of a sudden, if you get thrown into that, you're suggesting that college is going to have to maybe change the rules possibly, a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I foresee I'm it. not. I'm fine. That's no, fine with yeah, me. Right, yeah. I think you should because if I've gone all this time and I haven't learned how to take the hit, if I haven't learned how to hit, all of a sudden right. you're going to go to this pro league where they're playing it all the time, and now you've got girls that are 28, 29 years old that. Have been hitting. Well, they're like, older. You it's know, like going from physical. Peewees to Bantams here in Minnesota. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. I think you're going to have more injury if you don't learn how to yes. do it. And and there is proof that I think girls, because I did play boys hockey all the way till my junior year of high school, that knock on wood, I never got a concussion. I never, because I was always expecting to be hit yeah. all the time, right? So I think a lot of the times is people... You just didn't go in the corners. And you, right, or no, you I'm just, just fake turn, right? I yeah, mean, no, I lived escape. off the fake turn and then turned the other way. Spin and off. then no forward ever stops. Spin so off a hit, Spin yeah. off <laughs> a hit, right? Because <laughs> those others, I'm going into the boards. Yeah. Right. But, but my point being is it wasn't me. I didn't give hits as much, right? But, but I was able so. to take the hit. Yeah. Where you brace yeah. and it's just right. kind learning of to take it. learning and that I think, body contact. And I think people too can't just think of hitting as... I lined someone up on the wall and I skated full speed and blew them up. It's right. It's the, Angling, just the angling yeah. it out and I finished Finish that it. angle and, and that's how I got it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's smart yeah. hockey anyway. I mean, right. I, think, right. I think even in men's hockey, pro hockey, men's college, I mean, if you're going North to go finish a hit and the puck is already going South, it's right. typically maybe a waste of your time, time anyways. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. Like yep. you need to, learn what you're not you should gonna, be doing you're, and you're not unless you're really trying to wear someone down wear down a team maybe but yeah you're you're not it's not an effective play you're right. right you're not getting the, the puck already went past you yeah because your point still is to get the puck yeah, yeah. you, just, you <laughs> yeah. need to go back right, and, yeah. and yeah try to get the puck back yeah and you're just going to finish your check but yeah and i think on the women's side it gets frustrating for players because there isn't a distinct rule of like yeah. Makes it's it not allowed ref. but Oh, well, you can angle, but then you have, yeah, it's so hard and then to rest. size. Like if you're six, yeah. you know, one yeah. as a girl and you're hitting, you know, someone five, three, yeah. it's, it's, you're going to probably get a penalty yeah. versus yeah. no, it's just, you're that much maybe yeah. bigger and stronger versus I think it would help those. I think it would help the refs. Yeah, for sure. You know, like there's just consistency in it where it's so just their opinion right now. Where it's like, well, last game I did that same angle, yeah, and angle they didn't call and they, it, yep. and now you're calling me. You know, mm -hmm. so it's frustrating. Yeah, and, and in our league, like the WCHA, we are more toward checking, you know, than other leagues. I would say, in my opinion, um, but even within our own, like we're playing the Gophers tonight, and that is a heavier game, you know, and people like to be physical, and you still get some those inconsistent calls where you're like man, like that just was a good angle, angle and someone right. fell For down. the D too, yeah. right? Defensively, yeah. it would help the D so much, right? Because yeah. especially with all, now the kids' hands have progressed, right? So now it's like, well, they wouldn't be able to do that if I could actually play right. <laughs> Play the player like I want to actually play them, yeah. right? But it's that in-between physically 
where now you're handcuffing the yeah. defender. For me, right. that was the hardest thing for me to come over from girls is because right. I'm like, wait, I just stepped on her yeah. through the hands. Right. And she falls and because I'm pivoting, turning, yeah. and it looks like it's a check. But well, it's like back then it was a lighter rules. And too. maybe I was checking, but uh, <laughs> most likely. Most likely. <laughs> I mean. That's good. That's good. Oh, well, God. what about what's the report? Just just uh, fi- we'll wrap up on on the tournament over east but i think it's kind of interesting the, yeah. the the world tournament over there what what were your overall thoughts what did you see yeah no it was awesome at the u18 level actually this year uh they did the new format where okay. the top four teams were not in the same group so they switched where number one was in group a two pool. and three okay. were in pool b then four was in with number one where it was more divided, yeah. um, where it just it wasn't a stacked group versus a non. And I actually yeah. I liked it um, a lot better. I liked that format. I mean, obviously, the one seed this year uh, was Canada, and they handled their side pretty well. But they're just a good team. But in that group, that it was like USA, Sweden, that group, um, the games were really competitive, and it was fun to watch and not just see every game being a blowout. So I would say my biggest takeaways, obviously Canada and US, they're always going to have a deep pool of kids. Mm-hmm. Um but what I find interesting is USA Canada, they can put together four solid lines and three solid sets of deep pair. But what I see on the European side is their top one or two lines, their skill and talent is equal to or more than really? the U.S. Canada, really? but yeah. they just drop. Don't have as they, many. They, they're just drop right. line three and four drops. Right. Um, they but, don't have the numbers and populations. That, it, yeah, that we do. Yeah, but the the talent in their top lines is can compete. Oh God, yeah. Well, they've got a good development yeah. model, right? Like growing up, it's yeah. very skill based. Very sk- good training in, the, and, in yeah. Europe. Um, the, yeah, the top players are playing with boys pretty much until okay. they go into that Sweden Pro League. So. Uh, those top European players that are high school level, again, are playing with boys. Once they get to that high they school age, the pros, they're right? going to that women's yeah. pro. So, does that make them ineligible for you guys? No, 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 because no, they, they don't get paid. paid. Okay, don't get paid, yeah. pro league, but they don't take pay. They don't take right. pay. Yep, um, you're allowed to get set up with a place to live, like a billet or whatever, right. but you just can't accept a salary. Um, and but so you that, can do nil. So, I mean, when you get to, yeah, I, I know. I'm just saying that to, there's things, there's got to be changes coming with all that. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, I will say yeah. the world as we know it <laughs> will be flipped upside down in NCAA in general. Yeah. You yeah. know, across all sports. And that's, it already is. And that's what, right? the thing too. And, you know, whether it's hockey in general or women's, what change is inevitable. Right. So you can put you up stay a fuss with about it. it. Yeah, you you got to keep up with it, accept it. And, Let's figure out how to do it in a healthy way rather than fight it off. Because, again, change and innovation, it can be a good thing if done in the right yeah, way. Right. Don't come to me with problems. Come to me with solutions. Yeah. Because it's it, not going away. Just like everyone's right. like social media, the internet yeah, is not, not going, going away. away. No. Right? But you still as a parent have to deal with it with your kids. Yeah. Right. right. So on that yeah. note a little yeah. bit, and I want you to ask some questions here in a second, but being at Ohio State, which is a huge athletics university, yeah. Um, at mostly, you know, football and basketball, that NIL stuff has got to be going yeah. nuts, right? Yeah. Do you, what do you see in there? Are you guys, do, does your staff get called into meetings to 
understand what the university's policies are, what you oh, can yeah. do, you can't do. Yeah. And then do you have any players that are doing and have NIL money? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would say Ohio State is great at educating. Yeah. You know, because again, it's moving so fast. And quarterbacks are getting million, million dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more than just the quarterbacks. Well, yeah, it's, more. It's, and it's interesting because at the football side or probably even basketball, for some of them, it's better to stay in college because they would make more money than being on the practice, practice squad, squad or whatever NFL it is. That's crazy, yeah, right? Absolutely, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's like your top 1%, for sure, NFL, you're going to make your money. But like that next, next tier, tier, it's like, well, I'm better off staying here and getting my NIL than what I would get there. So it is interesting for sure. But yeah, we get a ton of education because legislatively stuff is changing all the time. You know, and, you know, the new NCAA president, again, he's someone that change is coming and we all have to embrace that. And the traditionalists, it's hard for because you like what you're used to, the classic, you know, all of it. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, whether anyone agrees or disagrees is the time is moving. And that's where it's like be with it and be part of creating the rules and the laws. But the more you fight it and try to push it off, well, then it's all these things are going to happen and you weren't part of that discussion. And so I think OSU is really good at taking coaches' perspectives, the admins' perspective, athletes' perspectives, and then when they go talk to Congress and things like that, they've gotten everyone's point of views and how to do it in a healthy way. But – yeah, it's crazy that the world as we know will change. And so that's why you have to let your players do TikToks. Yeah, put you them, have post to. Them. And there is some there is some NIL rules where like when you're on a road trip, there has to be like an hour of time carved for them to do NIL wow. time. Oh wow! Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't do that in our itineraries because yeah. we don't have anyone on that big of deals. <laughs> but to your question of do we have players? Uh, yeah, that do it and. Um, you they're all, earning money. They're getting some yeah. sponsors. Yeah, for people that don't know yeah. what an NIL yeah. is. Yeah, name, image, and likeness. Yeah, because yeah. there is definitely. Yeah, yeah. so name, image, likeness. So essentially to get money for that, right, you go into partnership with a brand and you have to do something for that brand to get the money. Right. So it's not like. You can't just score goals. Hey, Chipotle, <laughs> yeah. like I'm going to give Winnie a million dollars and like, oh, later on, you know, she'll, no, like you have to. Do a social media post or be in a commercial or whatever it is. You have to do something to promote them in order to get paid. And then do do the players come to you and say, hey, I've been I've been approached approached or or do they come to the team and you go, hey, this brand wants to work with you? Yeah. So actually what you can do legally within NCAA is have an NIL agent. Right. Right. So some players have NIL agents and that agent will broker the deals for right. them. And at OSU, we have a NIL department. And so a lot of brands go through the department and then right. you kind of get paired up depending what the brand's looking for right. and things. Or the agent will find brands and whatnot. From a coach's side, we're 100 percent out of it. Like we don't do anything with it. Right. but. Any deals that they have, they report to our compliance office sure. just to make sure it's following right. all the rules and claiming the money and all of that. So, so without saying the player's name, what who what's a player on your team, or what, can you say, or does it make sense to tell us like what they're doing there? I think you can because they're 
It's public. They're public. No, I know, but they probably want you to. What's right? the brand or what's <laughs> yeah. what's the product? Maybe not the name brand or what's like. Is what it are a they restaurant? Doing? Is right? it something is it local? A lot, a, lot of re- a lot of restaurants, yeah. and they'll pay them in meals. Okay, yeah. right? Or like the other day, like Bilka and Hadley Hartmitz, um, like a player cards. Um, a oh, company yeah. was making player cards, and they want them to autograph them, so they pay them for their autographs. Up. You know, and then people show up to um, get them, or no, just to, just it was just them. to sign them oh. to then like get rid so of them they out. can maybe okay. yeah yeah. Them so or. it's intru- like it's it's a wide array of things, <laughs> of and like yeah. for stuff. us, like Bilka works with Bauer, you know. So yeah. it is it's a wide array of like yeah restaurants, brand like products. It's yeah. really mm-hmm. anything, sure. anything. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we need. As many people supporting women's hockey right. as we can, yeah. right? That's what I say. Got to <laughs> like embrace keep them it. coming. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, speaking of products, I don't. Do do you want to do a product? Uh, do you know which um, one? You... I was thinking we'd do them at the end. Okay. When she okay. has to leave, practice your but... nil. See if you can <laughs> right, get yeah. one. Well, I'm doing Joe Mama's for yeah. sure because okay. we just Justin just ordered like two big boxes oh, good. of them. It was awesome. Um, but speaking of the nil, now let's go into another topic of um, the transfer portal. Yeah, because that is a big game changer. Probably the what the last few years. Yeah, um, and then maybe let's start with this class. Mm-hmm. This junior or senior class is the first class, or this is the last class that will be having a fifth year, correct? And then right, the girls that are seniors, seniors now, right now, right? Yep. they will have next year. Then the fifth year is older. Yes, so hopefully One that whole year. yeah, yeah thing where kids coming in you know seniors now aren't going to be displaced by a class but this class senior class still will be affected by yeah and I think an important thing for people especially if you know they're watching this they have Mm -hmm. high school or younger kids that may not have been involved but they just saw everything that happened it's important for them to have backstory on there was a perfect storm of everything at once so historically before rules changed kids could commit to college in eighth grade which is insane. seventh and eighth yeah yeah insane seventh grade yeah. You, you probably don't know but that was our daughter right yeah she Tors- yeah 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 yeah, ninth grade. yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. it was like same for us we it was were insane. like nine it was insane nine ninth she's, <laughs> she's on the phone with oh my god you know, head coaches yeah. tonight right. before she made varsity yeah yeah mm-hmm. Playing youth t- hockey, right? Playing U15, Eddie Dina. And you're talking like, to college coaches. She can't even drive a car yet, and she's <laughs> no. making a college decision. No. Decision, yeah. right? Yeah. No, we had oh, to tell the, we wild. had to tell the varsity coach before she made varsity. Yeah. She's getting calls from Division One programs. Yeah, so. programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's insane. So, at again, prior, you could call kids at a young young age, um, and then COVID happened, and you had the fifth year. So. As that COVID was approaching is when the rule went in that you can't call a kid until June 15th after their sophomore year. So you had kids, right, that were committed to a school for five years. You know, they go to their college and maybe they were a different person when they got to college and were like, at the time when I was right. in eighth grade, yeah. a small school was awesome to me and I was right. scared of the world and yeah. whatever. But now I'm 18 and like I'm a different you know, person. Yeah. Person. And so it was the combo of kids committing early that 
maybe they didn't have all the education in their decision or um maturity and then, or maturity yeah. and um, then coaches committing a kid that yeah they recruited one kid and then that kid turned into something else yeah. a few years down the road sure. so it's going yeah. like she said both ways so then it's the perfect <laughs> storm where then COVID hits and oh my god everyone has this free second chance for four years for, right or five years well, four classes of four kids. Classes. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're also part of that perfect storm was around the time when they, um, in, you know, changed the commitment transfer year. portal. They oh, too, right? opened up where you could transfer without or sitting, out. sitting out. Yeah. So then that's the third <laughs> element. That right? that's, that's the third the... element of the perfect storm is right. now I don't have a penalty of changing whether it's within conference or outside right. of because someone, I think the backstory was some someone sued the NCAA. Yeah. And the NCA figured out like, okay, we can't win this lawsuit. Yeah. So that's why they got forced to allow the transfer rule. Right. And it's one year, right? Or it's you one get time. a one, one time, time transfer time. without yeah. having to sit out. Except for when the the perfect storm thing happened, you get an extra year. Right. On top of on it. On top of it. Yeah. And then there's some schools like Ivy's don't allow you to stick around for a fifth right. year. And yeah. that's what a lot of people don't so, know either. Yeah. Right. Is you do four Which years. Which opened a can of worms. Because yep. then they said, okay, well, we're going to have to let... go somewhere else. We're going to have to let these kids that have an extra year of eligibility go play somewhere else. Yeah. And it, well, if you're doing that for them, you got to do it for everyone. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. Then, and then some of the universities and colleges said, well, you know, we've enjoyed you for four years but we don't want you for your right. fifth year yep. and it might not even be we didn't want you but i have these other kids no room, coming in right. yeah, that no i room. didn't plan in my future right. to have mm -hmm. these extra bodies yeah right you know so it's a a lot a of real, it's been, it's been it, chaotic it's, so it's been many so chaotic. things at one time and again you hear a lot of outside noise and conversation but there is so much behind that time period mm -hmm. where it's not just the COVID year, right? Yeah. It's the changing of the recruiting. It's, it's all of it. Yeah. And what I try to tell parents and kids too, is it's just different now, right? Because now the transfer portal, uh, you know, school might say, Hey, we don't have room for you. But then in four months, they don't know that a kid's going into the transfer portal. Yeah. So that spot might be open or vice versa yeah. of, they have to hold back. Yeah. Teams have to hold yeah, back. Yeah, they have yeah. to hold back on their recruiting they don't because know what's be what, is a goalie going to come into the portal right. from right. another yeah. school that's older? Yeah. Right. So it, it's changed the whole yeah. landscape yeah. of they can't really the, – the, the first tier kids obviously are going to go, right? Yeah. But it's maybe the second, third tier kids now. They're yeah. going to wait for maybe a transfer portal. Right. Yeah. Which what, – what are the dates – Mm -hmm. Of the portals. Do you mean like what is? Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's open most it's of the year, but the not month, the... Sunday or Monday. But can you transfer mid-year? No. Can you no. transfer? No, it's right? closed. I think it's closed. No. Well, or but then it's only open till May, right? And then it closes, yeah. right? There's it, some during goofy dates. I'm gonna be honest. During the season, like <laughs> we're not involved in transfer portal. Yeah. It's like it right. really opens up in the spring. It's it's the maybe it's the Monday after the conference tournaments. Okay. The conference championship. So that's also a weird element is if teams make it far in playoffs, mm -hmm. you're also playing the portal game while playoffs are going, <laughs> right. on, going on. And you're like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, well, that's what they dealt with in the football, right? With yeah. the bowl games. Yeah. yeah where right. 11 players, yeah. are, you know, yeah. players were just in the portal. Yeah. So then yeah. they can't play. And then so it, it's closed yeah. May 1. Oh, and then it's closed May 1. Yeah. Okay. So you basically have most of March and April to get your name in. Name in. Okay. So name, that's what I was wondering. Name yes. has to be in. 
Yeah. So like, say I put my name in April 31. Well, people can talk to me in May. Okay. But your name, but your name has to be in there. Okay. And so when a kid's, I'm just asking these questions, you know, for people out there that are wondering, because everything is the wild, wild west. (laughs) It's a wild, it's going to change every, right. Every while. If they wonder about the portal. Yeah. Um, but then, so let's say a kid goes into the portal, mm-hmm. right, on April 31st. Are they done with that school? Do you mean, or is that up to the, it's up to the school. Yeah, school, right? It's up yeah. to the school. I would say in most cases of what <laughs> yeah. I've heard, yeah, yeah, you're done. You're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But they could take you back. Oh, oh, like going back? Yeah. Do you mean, like, oh, let's say uh, I'm a kid that wants to leave. Yeah. Nothing better comes along. It's only if you're only coach. if you're one of the top players yeah, and no, they would I know, want you but back. Saying, right? But it's also like a weird thing of, of like it is. Yeah, you but I'm like, most coaches, yeah. <laughs> most coaches know? would say you gave me the finger. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So do you do most of the re- are you doing a lot of recruiting too? Yeah. Yep. That was um, part of the reason you were overseas, I suppose. Yeah, and yep. Um definitely during season, like coach must stays with the team always. Um, maybe there's a few things she'll stop at if like we're in Minnesota a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe like a Thursday night or something. You go out and right. see a game, but she definitely stays with the team all the time during the season. And then me and our other assistant, Peter, will go out to stuff during the year. But during the summer, I mean, all of us are all over the place. Um, it's a busy. Yeah, there's lots of showcases, lots yeah. of camps. Lots yeah. Of- yeah. But I mean, I love it. I love the recruiting part. It's it's fun. Um, because back to the whole discussion of, of the portal versus recruits, um, the reality is, is now it's very much so a pro sports model where your recruits are draft picks and your recruits are free agents. And now that's our job to plan for all of that and have the pieces together. And so I think also a myth that's kind of out there is, oh, well, this school takes so many portal kids, you'll never play because a transfer will come in. Well, no, we only have so many spots, you know? Right. So every school, yeah. Only it's, has. it's you know, in our offices, you have years mapped out. So you always kind of know where you're at. So you're never going to make decisions where, oh, well, you have your recruits and because we got portal kids, you'll never play. Well, no, it's part of the whole puzzle. puzzle. You know, so that's where on college coaches side now is that's I, probably where I, you I like view, the business view, side yeah, of it. Oh God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how your scholarships yep. are going to be divvied out and mm-hmm. all of that. So, um, I would say that is a myth people don't need to worry about. Um, is if you're being recruited, you're part of the plan. Mm-hmm. You, Otherwise you they know. wouldn't be recruiting you. Yeah. Or, or, or like, why, why would we you. bring yeah, you right. in if, for, you weren't part of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. So being from Minnesota, do you recruit, more in minnesota or they send you to minnesota or i think me and ma's kind of divide and conquer minnesota yeah. obviously with oh. winnie here and a lot of our friends we always like to come to minnesota and um i think recruiting i would say this like minnesota is so special and unique and i think sometimes people in minnesota like that's all you know and so you kind of get lost in all of it you mean well, the people and the players yeah, they yeah. They forget like, how lucky. Oh God! Uh, I mean, the fact that that every city has, has a, a rink or, and a team and a program yeah. like that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. Right. The whole world. Like we're not even talking within U.S. but world. And um, I think Minnesota again. Like you have 
every resource so close to your house to be able to succeed. And that does not happen anywhere. Right. But I think, again, going back to being at the U18s, and I recruit all over right. the map. Triple-A hockey. And yeah, Canada, hockey. you know, you're Sweden. You see all, all the kids all over the place. Um, is that that next evolution of where does the physicality in Minnesota now, where do you enter that? Because the way training is all over now is everyone's skilled right the everyone top, can shoot everyone can shoot all of that so how do you keep separating right it's right? more the grit and the uh, yeah passion yeah and, uh, and, and all of that where i see in minnesota the amount of good players um there is no quantity like that you know toronto there's a, a good Close, quantity yeah. um but again those kids might have to drive an hour to practice mm-hmm. it's not Oh, let convenient. me hop in my car. I got to be at the rink in 10 minutes. <laughs> right. You know, and, and they're not so playing with their classmates. And right. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. You're not playing with your friends you grew up with. Right. Like Minnesota is so unique in that um, that I think. And you can get to the top level of hockey. Jimmy, because sure. look well, at Heisey and Zummy. Yeah. And, oh, God. You know, yeah. Just tearing yeah. up the professional world. Yeah. Will, there ever be, will there ever be junior hockey in in women's hockey like possibly in between I high mean, school and I think, college i, I think never that's know. an interesting I mean, thing too because now with this pro league like how fast can you get develop. new organizations or are and you, and look at the swedes what you're saying yeah. is they're playing with older women right. yeah in the professional you can't expand league, right? the pro league without enough talent well, right. yeah, and like that's the, the more if you expand too fast, eventually you're going to be diluting, diluting the, the, yep, the level, level of play. Yep. Yeah. And so eventually, is there going to have to be a buffer where after college, there's not room for me yet in the league, but I'm good enough. I just need some time. Or is it a junior league? Yeah. Where you develop, and, yeah. You, you, you buy yourself a year. That's the thing about, yes. you know, boys hockey. Boys. Yeah. Like to develop son, more. he went and played two years. He had to develop. He had to yeah. put on some weight. Yeah. No one believed in him and that's just the hockey system for on the boys side right, right? but they get yep. to go and develop and, and they continue. get to claw sc- scratch their way to a, yeah. a college program or is it like a hybrid model where it's a juniors and ahl mixed yeah. where maybe like a team's drafted me but they're not ready for me or who's gonna pay for that yeah <laughs> Joe Mama, yeah, <laughs> the Joe Mama League, the Joe Mama minor yeah, league it sounds development good. Yeah. league, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, all right, yeah, all but right. it would take someone that, yeah, uh, yeah, financially wants to, um, take that leap, yeah, and I will say, like Minnesota, going back to Minnesota, like what I see is, even like from when I went through OS and Winnie stuff, is the, the top you always have those skilled top players, right? Like we had them in our class. You mentioned Zum, Heisey. Everyone's got that that top top group. But it's that next. But I would say to develop. the middle has become a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. Where, yep. you know, maybe when we, maybe we only could put together one or two Whitecaps teams or mm-hmm. one, two, three elite league teams. Yep. Now you can put together At younger eight. age. You can yeah. put together and younger eight. ages. Yeah. Yeah. More. So it's like yep. the, the amount that have gotten better, that pool is a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's where it gets hard where people are like, how do I get to a Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, Ohio state? How do I get to those schools? Well, the top is really good. 
And so I think that's the discussion to have. Like in Minnesota, again, you have all the resources. It's not a lack of opportunity or resource, but how do we make sure our top talent is evolving with the rest of the world? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the next element that the rest of the world is getting that you see when you go to these U18s and whatnot, you know, you see girls from the Czech rubbing you out and hitting you and, and they know how to, you know, so what is that top tier doing? And then how do we bring that back? So our girls are staying on that Keeping track on that track. Yeah. 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 So yeah. remind me when you graduated from the U of M 2017. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're getting out. We're getting so out she a little was playing ways. with uh, like Kelly panic. Oh yeah, that's right. One of your best friends is Kelly Pan. Yep, yep. Lee Steckline, Hannah Brandt, Melissa McMillan. They were all the year ahead of me. Yeah. Um. I I was there the year Kess made her comeback midway through the year. That's right. That's right. I'm Ramsey. Uh, We had crazy talent, Mm -hmm. and it was primarily Minnesota kids. Yeah, those those. (laughs) Yeah, right. But you guys were tough. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting thing too is like me and Winnie have talked about it. Like, we didn't have again the pool of like just my age group skating together. Mm-hmm. We had to skate with yeah. Bana, Ramsey, <laughs> yep. Lawrence, who are two years older than us, just because we didn't have yeah. the numbers. enough numbers for their age group. Yeah. To just be, there wasn't 20 of them, right? Right. You mean to get there good ice to with get, good players. Yeah, to get good players quality, and to be pushed. Yeah. And, and, and I think, to be honest, you're going to see the college game continue to, to elevate now because of this pro league with these six teams, right? Because every team is going to maybe have a player or two that wants to play in that league. Yeah. It's not just playing on Somewhere. the U.S. team or Team Canada, right? Yeah. So right. you're going to have these kids, and all you need is a couple, yeah. right, yeah. on any girl's team. Oh, yeah. And if you have two that are trying to get to the top, the other ones are just going to kind of follow, on. and yeah. they're going to pull them, pull them with them, right? So yeah. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing with the women's direction um, that are, it's going. Are girls hockey players, female hockey players, the same as you guys were when you were in college, or have they changed? <laughs> I think they're more skilled. Well, okay. <laughs> Maybe not as smart. <laughs> but uh, the things some of these players can do, you're like, oh, yeah, the oh, skills. Sure. Are, well, I mean, every six year old kid is doing the Michigan. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you ask any of, if I would have coached yeah. you guys back oh, in the day, I don't know. I don't know if one of them could have done it, but oh, they're yeah. all on the Olympic team and oh, yeah. winning national championships, no, right? So it just. Are they as crazy as you guys, is what I meant? Uh, oh. Are they no, as nutty? No. As. Well, you guys well, keep the clamps on them. Well, there's my generation I hear to you her guys, generation. I heard Muzz keeps the clamps on them at OSU. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our team yeah. has no shortage of, <laughs> you know, a little, little Yeah, I'm crazy. sure, but, yeah. but you, keep, you keep them which, which behind kinda, closed yeah, doors, Which kind of is some, a segue to my next rules. question there's about... some serious rules about staying out and oh, yeah. staying past your bedtime and things like yeah, that. Don't you have some tight... We're just having that combo. Right, yeah, we're just yeah what were you talking about? <laughs> oh, what you guys did after versus podcast. <laughs> um, no, but I. Hey, I think... come on! I played in the NHL in the nineties. What, <laughs> yeah, what do you think was going on? We won't on? beat yours. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we um, won't definitely. No, beat I, and I think you go back to the question of recruiting. Um, to be honest with you, and this is you know maybe parents take this down too is when I go to games, right? I get there early, right? see all of that during warm-ups you're watching you know, yeah mm-hmm. during the game um of course i'll watch your shifts but there are games i watch the bench more than i watch the ice yeah 
right? Body how, language. Yeah. yeah. How are you on the bench with yourself? Right. That's element one. How are you on the bench with your teammates? Element two. How are you on the bench when your coach is giving you something? You know. Yeah. So like a lot of times I will watch the bench more than I watch the game. Um, and then after the game, that's a whole nother beast, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> like I always tell kids, they're always yeah, watching when they like come out of the game and stuff. Oh, monstering everything, everything. <laughs> and a lot of times too, um, maybe I won't wear something OSU. You don't have to. I'll just be, yeah, wear, wear okay. something. I and thought there was kind of a rule that if you're in the house, you should display yes and logo. no yes and no oh, you know you guys bend the rules might, a little bit well it no. might wear it underneath right yeah you know okay jacket, yeah. but like <laughs> a lot of i'll go sit in the middle of a parent oh section. yeah i'm sure you get to oh, hear yeah. the comments oh yeah it, again it, recruiting is a full 360 lens right. of everything it's not just about what your kid does on the ice yeah but do you have the philosophy you're recruiting the kid not the parents or I mean, um, the parents don't have any say in it anyway Yes and no. I mean, they're not calling you up saying, play my kid more. Yeah. And, uh, well, I would say I think that's kind of like a team-by-team team philosophy. Yeah, yeah. For us, like, um, you, if we're taking in your kid, we're taking in your whole family. I, yeah. You know, Because the thing. parents are going to be in the stands with the other parents, and if they're a pain in the mm -hmm. ass, then yeah. it's yep. a problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, to go back to the, you know, like a Josie example is some of Josie's best qualities – don't have to do with the on ice skill right and back to your question about osu and how our girls are is they are competitors through and through and everything in their life you know like they want to succeed they want to win they're passionate um and they'll just do whatever it takes you know and so that has nothing to do with if you can do the Michigan. It has <laughs> nothing to do if you can go bar down. Totally, like, yeah. right. Yeah, like how you are in competition or how you are. When you, no one's looking. Yeah, in practice. Are you working out? You know, like Winnie knows. I've showed up to OS mm -hmm. skates before to watch how they are at the OS skate. Mm -hmm. So how are you all the time? And again, at the college level, at any level, like you can be taught skills. You can be taught those things, but well, you guys work on it a lot. Yeah. Like I can't teach you to want to win so bad right? that you will do anything or they're just showing up. Right. Because right. I know Liz Shepherds who played at Ohio State and who's now doing a great job for the PWHL Minnesota team. I just remember being at a spring league at Bloomington Ice Garden and she was there and she was the only upperclassman senior captain there with her teammates yeah. And I was like, oh, where's, you know, yeah. <laughs> some of your buddies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, she's just a rink rat. And well, it's interesting the way you're talking and I don't, is, is you sound exactly the way a men's coach, you know, would talk about their players, what they expect of them. Yeah. Right. And I wonder if, if, you know, if you went back when women's college hockey first started, you know, they were probably just happy to have a program or yeah. when you guys we got recruited yeah. when you got recruited you were just getting recruited because you were good yeah and you you probably were passionate and you were competitive yeah but nowadays when you sit down with a player you basically challenge them i'm sure and say yeah. are you willing to do any Whatever effing it thing is. yeah like, mm -hmm. are you gonna yeah. are you gonna go through a Block wall that shot yeah right. yeah yeah yep. it's because well, the little things that make the difference right yeah i mean right yeah. in the big games yeah Oh, well, for well, sure. Winning or losing. Because that's the thing. Like, it's a winning mentality. At the end of the day, like, you can go down people's roster now. And, again, the development of women's hockey 
has been so much so fast. You go down rosters, it's like you can go toe-to-toe for anyone. And when it comes down to big games, it's the mental part that's going to put a team one way or the other. For sure. Mm-hmm. And your yeah. culture and your, yeah. you know, all that. Kind of. And yeah. expectations. Another question that you know people always wonder probably is about scholarships mm-hmm. and how you guys manage them. Yeah. how you divide them, kind of what your philosophy is. Obviously, if you've got a world-class Olympic caliber player, they probably get a full scholarship, right? But not everyone gets a full scholarship. But I don't know, like, mm-hmm. or do players start on a quarter and work their way up to a half? Yeah. yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. That probably happens more in all of college hockey. That's a good question with all the teams, right? Right. No, because everyone always think, thinks, oh, like, it's always a oh, full he ride. He yeah. or she committed to yeah. school X. So and so, yeah. And they just sort of assume that, oh, they got a full ride. That's not the case. No, no. And no. you can work into it. Or you could be you could, a recruited red shirt, right? And work your way and up earn to a money. full ride. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. being a good leader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can even yeah. well, figure I think, out again, how to talk about that. Everyone's kind of philosophies are different. Like from an NCAA standpoint, right? Teams get allotted, you know, X amount of scholarships. Um, but like in football, it's you get a full or nothing. In ice hockey, we can divide amongst any percent. Oh, can you really? guys stack? I didn't know can that. You guys stack? So football, it's all or nothing? Yeah. Football's all or nothing. I didn't know that. I just can you guys stack to... financial aid? Or yeah, so like you could get academic. like academic money, you know. Because some places can stack and some places can't. Correct. Yep. Yeah, like sometimes like maybe you get 50 from athletics, 25 from academics. So your money could come from different buckets. Yeah, and yeah. if you're a smart kid getting that academic, that helps the whole pool, right? Because then you can well, use makes that the athletic yeah. to go to someone else. Right, right. Like if you get 25 academics. from so academics, so grades are so important. That 25 can go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Right, which makes a player so kids out more there valuable. and parents, yeah. it makes the player more attractive, right? Because mm-hmm. if oh god, if you yeah. find that out, you're like, yeah, we can give you 25 and you can get 25 <laughs> from a, from academic, yeah. um, you know, scholarship. Then you know we're up to 50. Right, that starts to look pretty right. good. And what's and you're, what and you're is only it? Only out 25 percent. Yeah, and what is it at the Big Ten schools that? Um, if you get a certain oh, cost GPA, of, oh, no, GPA. yeah, we could talk about that later, but GPA. Um, it's getting later. Where you can get like a 90% scholarship. Or do you oh, mean like, like based on your like test your scores? But I don't know if. No, that's what I was thinking. I thought you were talking about cost of tuition or sorry, cost of attendance. Yeah, cost of attendance. That's is, a little bit different than what I was yeah. talking about. That's but it was like stipend. if you get like back in the day, I know this is before you guys were there, but. We're getting at in a the school, weeds on academic. Yeah scholarship because it's important though right? oh, because there's so many oh, there's God, so yeah. many kids yeah. that there's so many academic opportunities know. that they forget about or yeah. they just put all their eggs in the basket of Sport, playing yeah. hockey yeah where it's no if you get and i don't know do schools even take act tests anymore uh, since covid right it's that's yeah. goofy too because yeah. back yeah. in the day you had to get a certain score yeah. so anyway so back before you and coach Mazarol were there um, I thought there was if you got like a 32 or 33 on your ACT, you qualified for some certain some grant, grant from the school. Mm. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So there's there's things that way that yeah, people like, Yeah. And I don't know if into. every school's different. I know yeah, at OSU sure they offer is, something like, it's called like Buckeye Scholar or something. Yeah, something. Where it's yeah, like it was, in a certain parameter, you can get a chunk of academic money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on certain grade point averages yeah. or all that stuff. So yeah. I'm just saying as parents out there, look into those things because it's not just no, the hockey that, you know, yeah, that might be, part be opportunity. Of everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
for sure. And just ask questions. Is Ohio State getting a new arena? I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. There's plans for it and um, blueprints and all that floating around. So um, I don't know specifics, but it's definitely in the works. In the works. Probably you're doing a new rank for the caliber of play that you have. Yeah, for... Yeah, the men and women. Yeah. Does the men need a new one too, kind of? Uh, would they play in that one? I don't think they would play. No, okay, it. so no. they'd still play. They'd still play, yeah. They play in like a combo basketball hockey arena. So yeah. okay. I don't think they would play in ours, but probably practice. It's just the setup now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's also an element to our rink right now that it's not fancy. It's, it's not flint single. It's yeah, gritty. it is. It's and gritty. it's a hard place to play. <laughs> it, it is a hard, hard place, place to play. I remember playing in that yeah. place. Well, you seem to be recruiting, you know, recruiting over it or around yeah. it. And so. And I, yeah, I mean, I think that's an element, too, of like Muzz is through and through a very blue collar, hard work person. And yeah. um, for us, if you don't come to our rink because it's not pretty enough, <laughs> You're probably right. not going to be a good fit for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's a very work hard yeah. attitude. And if you can't play somewhere because of prettiness, right. it's probably not a personality match. Well, yeah. And I said that. I mean, St. Thomas doesn't have their rink yet. They will have a new rink. Yeah. But, you know, people are getting recruited at first when St. Thomas had their program going. And if they're like, well, their rink kind of sucks because it's in you know, a high school rink, whatever, I'd be like, it's Are a you hockey crazy? rink. The ice is You're the same, playing Division right? One hockey yeah. at St. Thomas. St. Thomas, like, yeah. Yeah. Give your head a shake. Don't right, worry yeah. about besides yeah. you besides you play half your games on the road. And so you'll be playing in other nice buildings. Other, or other rinks, yeah. 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 Like our mentality, but that's our generation of just give me a rink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. I had that's I had chicken wire because the, they the go county rinks. They go to recruiting I know, chicken wire, right? Recruiting trips wasn't in plexiglass, yeah, people, yeah. and I'm like, oh that's, and we were just. So we were we were also talking about the name of the pod, Selly Hard. Yeah. And just for you know people, we haven't mentioned it, but the reason it became Selly Hard is because Winnie had a bone to pick with <laughs> girl hockey players, not when Selly. When does Winnie and not have a bone to pick? She, I know, yeah. She's, she's, I know if there was solutions, a milk, if there you was know? a milk box or whatever, yeah. she'd get up on it. But um, so. What's your opinion on selling hard? Did you sell hard or like, oh, yeah. when, what is there any, yeah. do you ever see a player sell and you're like, Ooh, that's either not appropriate or, but what? you played you like with the or? boys where yeah. the boys sell I mean, do your girls sell hard now at OSU or I think they could sell harder. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. You know, sometimes I tell them that, but, um, so you're I all mean, for it. I, I was at Jefferson when Kennedy was still Kennedy and Jefferson was Jefferson. With Crawley and, and those oh, guys. In oh, our yeah. crosstown games, I'd go up to their stands and give, <laughs> oh, them, give them the, oh, God, yeah. That's been that from that. That's, <laughs> yeah. This is from that from long watching. ago. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And I even still have Facebook. My son does that yeah. one a lot, too. He yeah. does this one. Yeah, give him one of these. To the, to the opposing crowd. Yeah. I still remember Muzzy's Selly in college. Oh, oh God. Yeah, yeah you got to get it's a clip awesome. of that. Yeah, it's awesome. She's pumping it. Yeah. I mean, see, I love when people sell you, maybe because I was a D and I just liked watching, watching my it? teammates. Maybe I just liked watching Muzzy Selly. You, you were just watching him yeah, score. I just, you you know, set him up. I set him up. Yeah, <laughs> I set him up and I'm like... Yeah, I'll set you up. It's you awesome. knock it it's in. It's fun. Knock yeah. it in. I'm gonna get fired up. Yeah, yeah. but you do you see know? on the boy side, man, like they go hard. Oh, they yeah. sell the girls. I'm like, 
why are you guys so reserved and like being yeah. weird about oh, this? Oh, Melissa like, McMill was one of the best. Oh, yeah. Hockey Sully. Well, I sent you a text the other day, and it might have been Josie St. Martin. I think she sullied pretty hard on one of her goals at the tournament oh, yeah. in Switzerland. She gave a she gave yeah, an eagle. She, did the swan. she gave an eagle. <laughs> the swan. Yeah. It's yeah. like the swan from um Kunetsov or whatever from, Oh yeah, from, the bird. Uh, the bird. The bird. Yeah. Yeah. She did that. Okay, that's actually awesome yeah. because we'll to... I did a junior Sally League with like uh, U12s, U10s and okay. U8s this fall. Yep, and I gave every team a Sally name. Right, oh. so oh. we had the gritty team yeah. and all this. Okay. So every time the girls scored, the they did. Yeah, the heartbreaker. Yeah, yep, they did that. Yep, that's hilarious. <laughs> and so all of them. Oh, after had they to scored, they yeah. had to do their selly. They had to do their selly. Oh, for their team, it was it was actually cool. so fun. And yeah, it was, and the girls loved it. Yeah, even if they were losing, they yeah. were still selling. Still would selly. Oh yeah. But I think like it's also it's entertainment, right? Oh, like it's entertainment. Said. But yes. don't forget, like, don't ever get so used to scoring. That you don't have excitement about <laughs> right. it. Like you scored. <laughs> you, you scored. scored. Yeah. Like maybe because so we're excited. defenders. Oh my god, that yeah. we I'm like, oh we my just god. watched all of you guys score goals. So like our yeah. defensive excitement is watching the Selly because yeah. we're the D that's stopping everything. Yeah. I so, know. Yeah, like never never take a goal. Yeah, never take a goal for granted. But I do think like and again, that's the evolution of women's hockey and where we probably start, need to start to go, but like for me, I think of sports as like, it's not sports. It's an entertainment. It's a show. It's mm-hmm. a production, yeah. you know? And um, in the NHL, you have your stars, right? You have your Bedards, your McDavid's, but you have villains, your Bergeron, mm-hmm. you know, these people <laughs> where there's yeah. storylines, there's characters, there's all of this where on the women's side, we have to start to develop that. And again, love or hate or whatever, it's like Abby Murphy, you got to give her credit, yeah. right? Like, She's got personality. She's got. She's gonna be. She the wins villain. games. Yeah, yeah, like you're a villain. Yeah. Whatever you are, she's the Marchand, isn't she? She's kind of the Marchand of. Oh, sorry, yeah. Marchand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry, but. Bergeron was just classy captain guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I meant Marchand. I meant. Yeah. I know you did. I yeah, know you did. yeah. Um, Good catch there. But yeah, you got to start to like. You have to have to start to have that personality and people are interested. That's what people are going to watch. Yeah. That's or what like, they want to see. Whether yeah, they want to see it or not. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's you know, and it what puts, gets people talking. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I worked in the junior. Yeah. I worked in the North American Hockey League for a couple of years yeah. in St. Cloud. And, you know, we went the route of because it's Minnesota and most Minnesota fans like the classic hockey, right? Skill based hockey and everything. But, yeah. you know, some junior towns. Those people are coming out to have a couple beers and yeah. see some fights. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it's a little barbaric, and that's not what hockey's totally about. But yeah. look, the only time people s- get out of their seats in a hockey game is when there's a goal yep. and when there's and a fight. fight. Yeah. Yep. And half the time, it's the women are standing up too because they like right. the fight. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean I don't, and we're not promoting fighting, <laughs> no. but just that, you know, that skirmishes or the chirping emotions, or whatever. Right? It's getting the emotions. Yeah. Going. I mean, you got to get people under someone's, some, under their skin. And yeah. so, yeah, maybe more of that. Down yeah. the road in in women's hockey, yeah, it for sure, would be something good. But it's entertainment. Yeah. What did you? Th- well, you were gone. I you must have been gone when the Minnesota um, P Dub team had how many fans did we have? Oh, uh, 13,000, which was pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah, I actually um, didn't fully adjust to the time change while I was there, so it was like two in the morning, and I had the YouTube oh, stream you, you up. Were watching. And yeah, yeah. And cool. Back to your point of like the accessibility of watching that league um, on the YouTube stream. There's a live chat, 
So I'm in that chat and I see people like, I'm in China, I'm in Australia, you know, like there's people all over all the world over. watching. Interested. You know, you've got another 17,000 people just on the YouTube. Right. You know, that's not even counting the Bally Sports people. Right. Um, that's going to help the commercialization of it, right? Yeah. Where they can start yeah. selling more ads yeah. and things like yeah. that. Sponsorship. And I, I think the cool thing too um, about the league and whatnot is the fan base and it's women's sports in general, right? Is it was cool to see at those games, it's women showing up for the women's for women, sports, absolutely. you know, or bringing your young daughters or whatever. It's not just, yeah. oh, well, we need to pluck every male wild fan over mm -hmm. to be the fan of this team. Well, it's like, yeah, like hopefully any hockey fan just wants yeah. to watch hockey, right. boy or girl. Or me taking my two boys. Yeah, but it's good hockey, or dads right? can take daughters, yeah, for right? Sure. Father, daughter. Yep. Yeah, or mothers. Yeah, yeah not every fan yeah. needs to be a man. No, you no, know? no. And so I think it was cool to see, like, in the crowd, and a lot of my friends were there, of, like, how many females showed up for the female yeah. sport. And I yeah. think um, that league will get a lot of female fans, and maybe they didn't play hockey, but they love the sport or they love to watch it. That um, I think these teams can grow a really cool female fan base that also, you know, there's men mixed into it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like you said about watching, right, that's so huge in sports is just kids watching. My kids don't even play football, and it's like their favorite sport. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I swear it's because of the celebrations and all the stuff that they do. Right, right. You know, it's oh, the God, entertainment yeah. of it's it. And I'm like, you yeah. don't know. You've never really yeah. played football, but no. you know every play. And I'm like, you know every position. Yeah. And I'm like. You're more excited to see them gritty yeah. after it's a because, touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they absolutely. They want to see all they that stuff. All that yeah. stuff, you know, and that's what draws them in yeah. kids are goofy yeah oh, yeah. Kids, yeah but but this is where now we have women that are being we're we have access to watch them all over right yeah. and so hopefully more girls are like i want to be like that girl, oh god I yeah can do yeah it. And, and that's the power of social it. media too mm -hmm. it's back to the thing of well let's learn how to use it in a good way everything's gonna have its blessing and curse to it but from a social media standpoint, positive. now I'm scrolling on my Instagram, TikTok, and I see Taylor Heise's goal highlight. Top shelf goal, yeah. yeah. You know, right. and so now that next younger generation, boys and girls, will mix into that. Well, now there's going to be clips of females, and mm -hmm. they're just going to be so used, be used to that. to it, yeah. 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 And this is, to be honest, how Canada was 20 years ago when we were in Canada. I remember being in an autograph line and Haley Wickenheiser and the Oval Extreme was on the other side and it was like lined up for Haley Wickenheiser because she was on Chef Boyardee, like, yeah. you know, billboard. She was just like yeah. an icon yeah. to the boys and girls. She was just, yeah. As, yeah. I mean, she was the same. Their Olympians are like, you know, oh, yeah. the, oh, yeah. the top half of their yep. Olympians are yeah. superstars. Superstars yeah. in Canada. Yeah. yeah. And so hopefully one day, you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, and it's we're cool too. Like, uh, I was talking with Josie the other day and, um, in Stillwater, she does like some shooting. Um, yeah, yeah, we had, yeah well, she yeah. talked yep. about it. On yeah, the pod. And, like yeah, she's got awesome. little boys coming. Yeah, yep. it's like she's a great shooter, <laughs> a great shot, and like I don't care if you're a girl or boy. Like yeah. I want the parents learn. know, like yeah. she can rip the puck because yeah. every dad's like, ah, she could shoot it yeah, harder than, harder than yeah. Is she like the leading scorer over there this year? All right. Yeah, she. Well, uh I don't know the update after yesterday's game. She's close. But yeah, she's she was close. up there she's for sure. She's probably one of the best forwards in the tournament right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Be, she'll be getting more business in her shooting school. Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure, be. for right? sure. Well, well, let's wind down here. Um, unless you have something else you wanted to ask. you've So 
you're playing the Gophers this weekend. Yeah. Big big Tilly. Yeah. Um, how are you guys coming into it or approaching it or Yeah. What's the what's the you vibe? guys are Ohio one, Minnesota two. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, one verse two and Smash Mouth hockey, you're gonna hit it. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I heard uh, you know, Minnesota's doing a promotion Friday, Saturday where you can bring a high school team for free. Oh, um, oh so a lot cool. of high school girls uh, so it'll be crowded hopefully fill up it'd be yeah, packed fill, anyway, yeah crowded. packed house so um for us i mean our girls are really excited they haven't had a game since before winter break so okay. they're probably like five weeks so they're itching yeah they're itching bad um but no uh, back to the point of you go down rosters and every you're deep you know yeah. so it's a line by line battle and that's uh the thing too now about women's hockey that people are starting to get used to that it's still new is people don't run one, two lines anymore. Mm -hmm. The talent and the depth. Now we can play a four line model where, right. You're, you're playing that way. So it's fun, you know, on these matchups where your whole bench is in, it's a chess match. It's yeah. Everyone's involved. Pace stays up all game. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's always, always fun games against Minnesota. So, and on your roster, any Minnesotans, I I don't know your roster. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, uh, gosh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but yeah. Peschel on defense. Um, Good players. Sloan Matthews from YZ. Kenzie Howsworth grew up in Farmington. Mm -hmm. Kinger. Yep. Kelsey King. Kelsey King. Um, she got a God, handful. I, I'm Delaney Fleming. Delaney. Yep, she's Rochester. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. No, if you forgot someone, it's it's not intentional. And yeah, I, they'll probably yeah, just yeah. punch me. <laughs> <laughs> like no, but no, the, no, there's always, again, there's always talent in Minnesota. Um, but, you know, our roster also is built from people oh yeah from olivia mobley oh, yeah. Oh, Mobes. Oh, Mobes. Yeah, Mobes. Mobes. yeah yeah Shout oh she out transferred though she yeah. transferred over right or did she go yeah, there straight she Quinnipiac. transferred yep kinger kenzie were transfers yeah. um sloan and pash were straight out of high school yeah, they're sophomores yep yep um but yeah no uh, it's again the no the you, have, you have canadians do you have and where what european countries do you have some europeans yeah uh right now no but we've got three sweden girls Committed. coming in okay yep um so yeah we're up and down we have some toronto kids some um vancouver area um a winnipeg a goalie from winnipeg so yeah and even uh, within the u.s kids from all over sure. right some st louis kids philly texas you know so you've got some michigan girls so yeah, it's all over always always a, always a blend yeah and that, that to the point where all the areas are getting better which is good for women's hockey overall so it's just continuing to find ways to um stay on top you know so that's Winnie's job here in Minnesota <laughs> luckily and she does a great job at it and oh, um she's got great relationships with people to hear different perspectives and take that in and how do I implement that in her training so um yeah it's one of those things where trust trust in the people that are getting that feedback and how do I make sure um, I'm protecting, you know, my group around here and making sure they develop and stay with the time. So Winnie's always done a great job of that. Well, thank you, Kelsey. Gosh, wasn't expecting that. Well, I, I I don't have anything else really to. No, that was awesome. And And I I think it was a lot of fun to just wing it as we did and Mm -hmm. talked about some good things with the, 
with the youth hockey and and the yeah. worlds and professional hockey and yeah. your career good luck with i'm gonna say good luck yeah. with your masters yeah and yeah. your and your pursuits yeah i'm yeah, not we'll gonna say see. good luck this weekend <laughs> <laughs> we don't get you know buckeye fans are are a great fan base like yeah. very passionate fan base yeah. but we also have a lot of haters so uh, <laughs> you love the haters yeah. as much you, yeah. the haters feel fuel you you know, know just as much as the ones that love you hey, so I, I live in Edina my kids were <laughs> oh yeah you, you, you so know, you know it and my you kids know, got lots of hate it. coming their yeah. way you yeah know, so all right. Well, all, thank you it's all good yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you Kelsey guys. coming on here yeah I know you guys are busy so yeah, yeah. so um this has been the Sally Hart podcast Tom Chorsky signing off with Winnie Brote from the Cub Content Studios <laughs>